When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Chance was locked in, and Chance is the number one contender. And I'm glad that the Schmodown is coming to us to let us both play home field advantage in the city that we know. My hometown, I, I'm used to public events. It'd be great to have that live atmosphere. Sure, bring it on. Let's do it. I genuinely relish the opportunity. Going back to the stage, they made me great. One of my first singles match on that very stage. And now I'm going to one of our singles belts on that stage. Chance is on fire. He's one of absolutely the best players in this game. And we're going to scrap in New York. Be there to see Marisol McKee attempt to defend that title. She's got to be Chance Ellison to do it. the movie trivia showdown it's round two of the singles tournament we are officially underway i am christian harloff joined by andrew guy andrew this is something for you huh calling this match yeah you know i mean i feel like team action was going to go on a great run there it's been a couple months since i've been around bateman helping him out giving him you know the words to say on the microphones and that's a big part of today's match page has been calling out been since before this season started the boston badass going after the boss and i wonder if he can if he can hang with her he doesn't have me in his ear whispering all those sweet horrible things to say to competitors and i think there's going to be a lot of trash talk in this great round number two. Oh, we're going to definitely see a lot of trash talk because she has been going after him like you said andrew before she was even drafted um then he was on a he was on the show uh, i think a spin from the the real and they were they were having a, just an interview, and Paige crashed that and started going after Ben. She's been going after him on Twitter. He's been firing back. It's normally always Ben Bateman being the one who is going after and antagonizing. It has not been the case. It has been the Boston Badass who has been antagonizing the boss, which has been a very different position for Ben Bateman to be in. And what a great position for the Boston Badass to be in as well. You know, you look at Ben Bateman's record this year. He starts the season off, he goes 5-0. and oh, But since then, it's been a lot of ups and downs. And some people out there might say that Danger Zone was a bit of a flop. But that's teams, not singles, where this man is a former champion of the world. So I think the Boston Badass has to do everything and anything that she can to get inside of his head. And Honestly, I wonder if she already is. She has been the aggressor, like you said, which is something that Bateman is not used to doing. 
Well, he's, I mean, he's usually the one who is aggressive, right? He's right. He's not used to being on the other side. That's absolutely right. And I think that for, it's not going to stop. They're both going to be pawing at each other and jabbing at each other throughout the whole thing. And this is what Paige for Betty has to do though, because what she has done so far is she has shown up in all of her matches. She has played phenomenally in all of her matches. But when you talk that much smack, as Chandru found out, you have to deliver. So will she deliver today or will the boss go on to play the winner of Newman and Harwitz? It's going to be pretty interesting there, partner. I couldn't agree more, man. And that is going to be a cutthroat match, a live match between Griffey Nooms and Josh Horowitz, the Carpathian, who has been an incredible, both of them have been absolutely astounding competitors. And when you look at what the Boston Badass has done this season, she struggled a little bit early on, but that's fine. She's a rookie, right? But then she finds her footing against Silvestrini, against Paramo, and now she's got Bateman. What a great name to add to her, I guess, her wall of plaques of just people she's destroyed along the way. It's true. Sam has a victory over Bateman this year, obviously, with Ethan taking him out. So what strategy did he pass along? And Kaiser, obviously, Bateman is one of the best players in the game. He had yep. a really he had a, and he had a tough contest in the first round against Perry Nemiroff. It took him to sudden death. So what's going to happen in this one? How did they get to the place where you want to talk fireworks? You're going to see a lot of them right now. Not including your partner, Dan Merle. Who is the biggest threat in the singles tournament, and why is it Paige for Brittany? <laughs> oh. Shmoda, let's get this show started. Boston Badass has to do it again, making it to round number two. The Boston Badass does it two and one with the victory over the hurricane. Don't call it a comeback, guys, because I'm <laughs> here to stay. Listen, I came here to do three things this season. Kick butt, make my faction proud, and to put Ben Bateman in his place. Page for Betty of the Usual Suspects in a singles tournament round two meetup. She called them out. Ben the boss, Bateman, I'm coming for you. You think you don't stink and you think you're a know-it-all? Man, it's time for some new talent, a.k.a. me, to put you in your place, man. I, this is going to be an explosive match. Oh, hey there, Ben Bateman. Oh, Ben, we're so scared. No, no, that's, that's not true at all. We're not scared, okay? Not even a little bit. I know that you won the tournament. How are you feeling about this one specifically? We've got some work to do in the dungeon if we want to bring home that trophy, and I feel as focused as I've ever felt. My rivalry with Sam Levine is like Jordan Bird, Magneto, and the bald guy. I beat you in golf at the Leslie Nielsen Invitational, and I'm gonna beat you today. No, I don't think so. Okay, yeah, sure, you can look at records to decide who you think the favorite is in this match, records only show you half the story. Paige for Betty has come out of nowhere to become uh, she's a force. You should know who I am by now. I mean, my teammate got you out of that chance to get that number one contender. I'm looking for you in round two. Don't count your chickens. They usually like to match up, you know, like headliners, like blockbusters. That's like something they like to do. And so no, they're but... referring to me as the headliner and then you the like the chicken, right? The Boston badass. I got a better nickname for you. How about The Departed? Because that's what you're gonna be from the league after this match. 
Look, so. all, all jokes aside, Paige, you've had a good season. I'm going to be honest. I've watched your matches. I respect your game, but you got a lot of work to do. Some heavy lifting. And tournament time is my time. I mean, That's and I time. respect you saying that, but I don't respect your gameplay. So. Who wants it more? Who studies more? Who was built for Schmodown more? And maybe back in the day that was Ben Bateman, but this isn't back in the day. Could you bring your dumbass whiteboard just one more time? Take a camera to point it towards. No correct answers on what you write. Because Ben Bateman, I'm sorry, but you're going down tonight. They both didn't hold back. They both went at it. They're both going for the throat. As we knew that we would, oh, Paige Betty in her young career is already becoming a pretty big star in this league because she knows how not only to answer questions, but she knows how to play the game. And I don't mean just the trivia game itself, the overall game. She knows how to be entertaining. She knows how to cut a promo. She knows how to, um, she understands what this is. And I think because of that, that's why the fans have embraced her the way that they have. Completely. And when you look at the other side of that coin with with the boss, I mean, he's a guy that has been known as one of the best game players that the movie trivia showdown has ever seen. So if you want to hang toe to toe, obviously, you have to know your stuff when it comes to movie trivia. But the game inside of the MTS, knowing when to use those repeats, knowing to count down, use every single second that you can, check into multiple when you need to, and understanding the macro of the game. How many points can I give up in any said round? How many points must I get looking forward? Does the two matter? Does the three matter? The five always matters. These are things that you have to think about as you get deeper and deeper into singles because it's all on you out there. Yes, you do have your manager, but when it's actually game time, when the clock is ticking down, they can't always help you out. That's right. All right, Andrew, you ready to get going? Oh, my gosh, man. I'm so excited. Let's do this thing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Introducing first. Representing the usual suspects with a record of two wins, one defeat. She is... The Boston Badass, Paige Frabetti! Paige Frabetti, the Boston Badass. Paige, let's just get right into this thing. Bateman really rubs you the wrong way. You've been going after him since before Sam even called your name in the draft. What is it about the boss that pisses you off? Man, someone's got to put that kid in his place. And I'm so glad that you guys are giving me the honor to do so. Because at the end of the day, what he uses that what he uses that big whiteboard for to compensate for is his little brain. And this Boston badass is about to show him how this game is really meant to be played. And I'm glad a chick gets to bring him down this season. So, so Boston badass, you are teamed with Drew McQueenie. Your manager is Sam Levine. That is above the line, as we all know and respect them. What has it been like working with two of the best in the game? What have they given you any tips or tricks to defeat Bateman today, which they've done in the past? I mean, at the end of the day, it's me against the questions. And I guess I just have that ugly smug on the other side of the camera, just having to answer questions too. But uh, I mean, may the odds ever be in his favor because he's definitely going to need it today. So, But they've taught me nothing but 
just to play my heart out. And that's what I'm going to do today. When you're surrounded by greatness, you become great. So, well, last question for you here, Paige, before we get the boss in here, um, say what you will about the back and forth on Twitter, crashing the interviews. Is there a bit of respect at all in the fact that you are playing a former champion here today? Oh, man. Not going to lie, Bateman, it's a huge honor that I get to play you. It's also going to be a huge honor when I get to beat you. So I'm just excited. Let's get this game started, guys, because it's showtime. All right. Thank you, Paige. And her opponent is representing the Dungeon for the record of 14 wins, eight defeats, and six knockouts. He is the 2019 Ultimate Schmodown winner and the former movie trivia Schmodown champion of the world and the boss, Bateman! And the boss, Bateman, the former movie trivia Schmodown champion in a setting. He has won the team's tournament. He has won the singles tournament. And here he is again in this massive tournament. Ben, let me start you with the tournament setting. You have always shined. It's where you made your career in tournaments, whether it was in teams, whether it was in singles. You weren't in the tournament, uh, either tournament last year, the teams or the singles. So what does it feel like being back in the tournament? Oh, it's great. You know, Christian, it's an incredible play in match. I'm excited that, you know, Paige is on the on the bubble and she gets to play into the tournament in this match. I think it's really exciting for her and I'm excited to send her back to the SEL. Oh, but Ben, she actually played a, a first round match against Shader from one and, and then you beat Perry in that first round. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, right. I, the Perry match already escaped my memory. She won a match. You're saying Paige for Betty has won a match? I thought one, she two. was brand new, brought up from the FCL. That's not true? No, two and one. Oh, wow. Look at that. She should be proud of herself. It'll be a big oh. day for her. Uh, ben, couple couple questions here. Uh, first yeah. one, are you wearing pants? Uh, no comment. Okay. And second one, do you actually think that Paige for Betty deserves to play against you? It sounds like you have a little, very little respect on her name. And honestly, I feel like it almost says more about you, the fact that you don't even know the record of your opponent. You know, Andrew, I've been in this game a long time, and this match to me, it feels like a throwback to the team action days, you know? It's a charity match, right? This is for fun. It's to make people smile. I think, I think we all know what this really is. It's a diversity match. A good player versus a bad player. And that's how I feel about it. So why don't we get started? Well, I'm going to ask you one more question because she's what Andrew and I both noticed is that normally you're the one that's going after people on Twitter. You're the one that's taking shots at people on backstage or on other shows. It's been the Boston Badass who's been coming after you. She's been coming after you before she was drafted. She's been coming after you with the announcement of this match. She was coming after you hoping that you were her second round match. So what are the what are the thoughts about how she has been coming after you? Honestly, when I heard the name from, I can't even, Kaiser told me I was playing against somebody. I thought he was trying to sell me urinal cakes, okay? I, I, I can't even, how can I go after somebody if I don't even know who they are? I, I mean, that's right, you know? I'll go after Roka. I, I, I relish that opportunity. I'll even go after a legend, the only good player on the entire suspects, Drew McQueenie, if I had to, but I mean, come on. I'd like to say something nice, like I have lots of respect for my opponent. <laughs> Guys, let's let's just get the match going. This is ridiculous. All right, fair enough. All right, so with that, we're gonna drop 
Bateman and bring in Paige. Hey guys, Christian Harloff here. And look, it is not always easy when you're searching for an audiobook, uh, you're searching for a podcast. And sometimes when you're looking for a book, it takes longer scrolling things, scrolling around, looking for things, and it does actually reading. Instead of standing in front of your bookshelf waiting for a title to jump out, sign up for Scribd. Scribd is awesome. Scribd, when I first found out about it, I started browsing around and I as I do, I put in Star Wars and Ken Napsok's book came up. You pipe in what you're looking for and there's so many great options. With Scribd, it's the world's most fascinating library and it's just $9.99 a month. Explore all your interests in any format with millions of ebooks, audiobooks, magazines, and more for less than a cost of a single book. You can easily switch between titles and genres and the formats right from the app. And you can discover must-read new works from celebrated authors like Roxanne Gay, Charles Yu, and more. And it's premiering exclusively on Script. And right now, Script is offering our listeners an exclusive 60-day trial. Head on over to try.scribd.com slash trivia for your free 60-day trial. One more time. That is try.scribd.com slash trivia and get that 60-day trial. The second you sign up, you get instant access to the entire library. And you guys know how much I love Wired. Well, guess what Wired said about them? Wired said that it is the Netflix for books. I mean, right there, that tells you everything that you need to know about it. It's incredible. It's awesome. You'll love it. Sign up today. All right, so our competitors are here, and look, apparently they both. So they're both, they're both taking shots uh, right beforehand. And Drew, the rules of round number one, my friend. That's right, the rules of round number one. Each of you will get eight questions from all over the movie trivia universe. We will ask you to write these questions down, and please show the camera your board at the same time that you read aloud your answer. You get 15 seconds to answer each of these questions. Of course, there are repeats and challenges in effect. You get three repeats. That's a JTE rule and your challenge. Your challenge is upheld. You get to hold on to that thing. If it is overruled by myself or Christian, you lose it for the rest of the match. There are no steals, and there are no multiple choice in round number one. Boss Badass, do you understand? I do. Let's get the show started, guys. The boss, are you ready? I am ready. Paige, enjoy the FCL. This is a big moment for you, and uh, I hope you have a great time losing. I mean, the game plan today is to bring you down there, so I guess we'll see how today works out for you. Then let's get ready to Schmodown from Betty and Bateman. Here we go. Question one, category one, crime films. What crime trilogy features performances from Andy Garcia, Robert De Niro, and Robert Duvall? So right away, I mean, you see Ben with that massive, massive board he stole from a high school. And you heard what he's apparently compensating for from the Boston Can Bad. you repeat the question? Sorry. Yes, first one. What crime trilogy features performances from Andy Garcia, Robert De Niro, and Robert Duvall. So, first, first one. Like Ben is about something <laughs> funny in this room that he's in. He's taunting. He's taunting. <clears throat> uh, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, please, and we start with Ben Bateman. I said the Godfather trilogy. <laughs> 
Yes. Page. It is the Godfather. Can we what see that the, at the uh, bottom of the board there? To the bottom of the board. I wrote part three because you said the trilogy, so I was just writing like one, two, three. Godfather part three. It's up to you guys. I mean, that's the. I was the, just putting the. the, 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 the well, you said the, trilogy, so I was just putting. I'm not going to challenge until it's ruled incorrect or correct. So. Current trilogy. Each of Gonna have to rule it incorrect. Gonna have to rule it incorrect. I, Sam's gonna challenge it. Uh, I'm sure, but we and we can discuss it. But let's let's see if there's an official challenge first. Um, but we're gonna rule that incorrect. And if there is no challenge, then we're gonna move on to the second. All right. So no challenge administered from the usual suspects. We'll move on to question number two. Page Ready has used one of her repeats, and Ben is up one to zero. As we get to your second question in the category of two thousands. What Academy Award winning actor plays failed minor league baseball player Merrill Hess in the film Signs? You know what, I, Christian, I love this movie. I feel like this movie is a, a bit underrated. I'll tell you, the first time I saw it, I didn't love it. Second time I saw it, I loved it. It's weird. It's, it's Remember that? Five, yeah, four, three, two, one. Hands down, hands up, please. And we start with Paige. Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, Ben. Indeed, Joaquin Phoenix. It is 2-1 as we get to our third question. It's action-adventure. Who directed Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible 2? All I ever think of when I hear this movie is haunt. It's just that sound. I don't know if you know what that sound is, Christian, but it comes from the film. I know. I watched it recently. Five, four... <laughs> Three, wow. I did. Two, we Congratulations. Oh, real. Shut your mouth. And <laughs> pen down, hands up. And we start here with Ben Bateman. Mr. John Woo. Yes. Paige. John Woo. Paige oh, hits that one. She's going Winners. for a little flavor. She's going for the fake out. Wonder where she learned it. Three, two. And now we get to our next question, Andrew. Question yeah. number four, coming from the category of horror thriller. How many films in the Halloween franchise were released in the 1990s? Do you have a favorite Halloween franchise, Christian, or a horror movie franchise, I should say? Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Although really? Conjuring's up there for me. Five. A lot of people. Four. Three. Two. Repeat the question. First one for Ben. In the category of horror thriller. How many films in the Halloween franchise were released in the 1990s? Early repeat there from Bateman. They both have used one and a little smirk from Paige when Ben used it this time, going back to what just happened recently with her repeat. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. And we start with Paige. It's two guys. Yes. Ben. I said three. Wow, so wow. it's a tie game. Page for Betty ties the game here with that one. It is now, excuse me, 3-3 three, three to score at the moment. And now we get to question five. Famous actors and actresses. Which actor lent his voice to the films Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, 1999's Stuart Little, and Atlantis, The Lost Empire? Andrew, I'm very proud of my inflection on that question. I thought you did very well. It was That's paced not. very well. Sometimes I know when my brain's mush going into these things, and other times I do things like that. Five, four, <laughs> three, 
got Two. him. On One. Pens down in my own mind. And now we start with Ben Bateman. Michael J. Fox. Yes. Paige. Marty McFly himself, Michael J. Fox. Page for Betty with four. Ben Bateman with four. We are tied up. No perfect rounds so far. And now we get to question six. That's right. Question six coming from the category of comedies. (laughs) Thank you. Who directed the films Jojo Rabbit and The Hunt for the Wilder People? It's sad when people don't laugh when I say that. What, the comedy? I thought it was very funny. No, stop this. Yeah, sucking up is not going to help you, bud. Four, three, two, one. Hands down. Hands up, please. And we start with Paige. Let's see if you know how to spell it, Bateman. Taika Watiti. Yes, Bateman. You're very, you're very smart. Uh, Taika Watiti. Got it. All right, so we are tied up 5-5. Five, five. The scrap continues. As yes, we sir, it does. Question seven, your penultimate. Andy Tennis is rom-coms. Andy Tennant directed which 2005 film about a date doctor in New York City, which features performances from Eva Mendes and Michael Rappaport. Rappaport. Hmm. I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. Do you think a, a date doctor is like a real thing? Yes. Think that, yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if that premise was based off that five, a real thing. Four, three, You're right. two, one. Pens down. And Ben Bateman. Hitch. Yes. Page. It's Hitch. We are tied up with the last question on the board. It has been everything we thought or hoped it would be in the first round. And now here is the final question of round number one. That's right. No perfect round available, but still 7-7 seven, seven score would be nice going into round number two. Your final question coming from the category of 1990s. Who stars as Ross Jennings, a doctor with a strong fear of spiders in 1990s arachnophobia? I have a, let me know about this, Christian, but have you trained or will you train your children to kill spiders for you? Because I feel like that's what I need to do. No, I don't, that, that's bad luck. Five. Is it? Yes. Oh, to Ooh. kill them. I thought to train your Ooh. children. Two, both, one. <laughs> Hands, down. Hands up, please. And Paige. Guys, I got you. It's Jeff Daniels. It is. And Ben Bateman. Yeah, no. I wrote Jeff Daniels. So it is now a tied game. 7-7 going into round number two. 7-7 it is. All right, Andrew, we got a tie ball game. What are the rules of round number two? All right, the rules of round number two. This is the wheel round. Each competitor will take a spin at that wheel. You do have the opportunity to re-spin if you don't like the category that it lands on, unless, of course, it is opponent's choice. You then will get four questions from that category, each one worth two points. If you do decide to check down to multiple choice, we'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer, and the point value of that question will drop from two to one. You still have 15 seconds to answer each question. But in round number two, your opponent may steal points if you give the incorrect answer. Repeats and challenges still in effect. No challenges have been issued and two repeats available for both competitors. Ben Bateman, you are the favored competitor, even though we are tied at seven to seven. Would you like to spin first or would you like to defer to your opponent? I would love to defer. Go for it, Paige. Let's see what you got. Oh, he's such a gentleman. Let's do it, guys. I know, I know. Okay, Sam, go ahead. (laughs) Ben Bateman. 
missed his perfect round because he blew a movie release dates question. Do Doesn't you know how upset at himself he is right now? Oh my God. And it's killing him that I'm bringing it up, that I'm pointing it out. He is cursing at the screen right now. You, on the other hand, knew the answer to your question, but slightly misunderstood it, as did I. It was a weirdly phrased question. You knew what the answer was, we missed it by that much, and I'm glad we didn't waste our challenge on that. Um, yeah, no, exactly. you're, you're in the zone, you're playing great. Ben is putting on his best show for you right now, and it is not working. Yeah, no, I can tell he wore black because he's definitely sweating right now, so. He uh... seems to think you're some sort of rookie. You are a monster in this game. He's all talk and he's missing movie release date questions. His absolute pride and joy. So let's do it. Let's spin this wheel and make him really hurt. Christian, right. it's probably better that this was not a live match in person. I feel like there would have been fisticuffs going on. Oh, here it is. Here's the disaster. So 60 seconds to decide if you want disaster films. All right, what do you think? I mean, this is one we talked about. Yeah, I mean. Uh, <clears throat> I know you know the, these movies. Yeah. I know you know them. So it's really about confidence and whether or not we want to roll the dice. So no, yeah, it's not I even mean, about confidence. It's whether we want to roll the dice or not. How do you feel? You want to gamble or do you want to, you want to stick with this one and, and knock it out of the park and surprise some people? Uh, you know what? Screw it. I think I always I always go uh, two spins. So let's just do it. If I get it again, I mean it is what it is. I don't care. You spin again? It's gonna be a disaster for Bateman. So. All right, it. spinning it again. Here we go. Will Lady Luck be on the badass side? And it's landing on David Fincher. Fincher. David Fincher. All right, Hi. so we're gonna remove Sam and bring in me. All right, Paige, you're going to get four questions. In the realm of David Fincher, are you ready? Let's go. All right, here we go. Here's your first question. Question. David Fincher. Um, if we can just list it under Fincher. Here it is. I see it. All right, here it is. Here's the first question. Paige, in the social network, who plays Mark Zuckerberg's ex-girlfriend, Erica Albright? It is Roni Mara. I'll accept it, correct? Um, all right, and here is question two. Question two. In Fight Club, we see the narrator and Tyler Durden first meet in what type of location? They meet at an airport. On an airport. You said airport, it's incorrect. All right, and here is the question. In Fight Club, in Fight Club, we see the narrator for Bateman. We see the narrator and Tyler Durden first meet in what type of location? They meet. Uh, there on is an airplane. That is correct. And we are asked to stop from the manager of the usual suspect. I don't know. Maybe you were not paying attention. So Paige said an airport, and then you sort of hesitated, and then she says, or an airplane. 
And then that's when you said, oh, sorry, I have to go. Uh, you said airport after rolling around. Yeah. You verbalized the correct answer. And the precedent here in situations like that has been to ask a fresh question before the challenge can be issued. We got our rebuttal challenge to this ruling, correct? Before you yeah, rule on it? You do. So my rebuttal challenge to this is that uh, you paused, indicated that the answer was not correct. She caught herself realizing that she had given a similar but incorrect answer and corrected herself. Uh, there's 11 David Fincher movies ever. It's the most famous movie in his career pop culturally, and it's the two characters meeting. There's an enormous difference between airport and airplane. It's not like the bathroom in an airplane or the seat. They're different locations. And uh, Sammy, honestly, led, if she would have said she airport, wrong, oh no, airplane, corrected. and caught herself in that moment, I think that's viable. But I think there was a hell of a pause. Story. I said the answer. Under, under, understood on both. All right, so we're gonna we'll be right back. All right, we are back from our ruling. And so the ruling on the table is that Paige answered incorrectly. I had paused. It gave Paige enough time to say the answer. And with that, Sam had said that she was, because of that, leading Ben to then get the correct answer, whether Ben would have known or not, we don't know. So because, and this has nothing to do with precedent, even though Sam argued on precedent, we don't go off past precedent here at all. But because on myself, the way that I particularly was slower on it, you guys know my feelings on digital in general. However, um, because of that, we do feel that it is fair. Ben will get an opportunity to steal. It will be a fresh question that he's going to get an opportunity to steal on. It is incorrect on Paige's um, answer. Ben, you'll get a fresh question to try to steal for the two-point steal. So we still have our challenge then, right? Um, you still have your challenge, yeah. Thank you. Ben. All right. What if I don't agree? Uh, it doesn't matter. Do All I right. receive my steal question now or at the end of the round? Right now. Okay. All right, are you ready? Let's do it. Nice work, Paige. Let's get this thing up. All right, Ben. Ben, who plays Daisy, the love of Benjamin's life in the curious case of Benjamin Button? Kate Blanchett. Two point steal for Ben Bateman. So now, Bateman. Big steal. Big steal. Paige for Betty misses that one. And now she's going to get a third question. Do I get Ready? four for stealing it twice or? No. All right. Why don't you calm down over there? Here we go. Paige, which David Fincher film features performances from Pete Postlewaite, Charles S. Dutton, and Lance Henriksen? Henriksen. Oh, God, I can't see. Gosh darn. Don't Henriksen. worry. I know the answer. Henriksen. Only in three. Thank you. Oh, started off in a good mood, Andrew. Still right. being one. It's 11 to 9 right now. Paige does have a two point lead with two more points available here in her second round. Here you go, Paige. Jared Leto, Dwight Yoakam, and which other actor play burglars in Panic Room? That is Ford, Forrest Whitaker. Two more points for Paige. One steal, and she sees herself now. It is 13 9 going into Ben Bateman's steal. Yeah, what a fascinating round number two. Challenges upheld, but still the steal comes through for the boss. Let's give him a minute to talk to his manager, John Kaiser. Guy, thanks for letting me borrow a tie today. Appreciate that. Uh, listen, the last time I was in Boston, I swung by Mike's Pastries, you know, out there in Faneuil Hall. That's where I like to pick up my cannolis. I came out and my car was flipped over, all right? Now, at first, I thought it was the chowderheads. They saw the New York plates. And then I realized that's how the meter maids out there do business, okay? The entire city, no class. 
Now, now Febreze knows that. She won't admit it, but she, she knows it's true. The whole city gets under my skin. Anyways, Ben, nice steal after the hijinks. Oh, we're playing Hanna-Barbera Schmodown today with Sam. I forgot where we are. Let's clean it up, let's zen out, and let's move on to the next level. I agree. Sam is so proud of her right now. He is so proud of her. You did so great. How you wear these jackets? I'm sweating my ass off. Uh, I'm ready to spin. Guys, let's do this damn thing. All right, here. You ever been to Mike's Pastries, Faneuil Hall? They're the only decent people in that city. Let me be honest with you. I have not. Yeah. Well, you should try it also. Coming of age. Coming of age. 60 seconds to the side. All right, let's look at this. I'm looking at it, I'm sweating, mm. but I'm looking at it. Well, I say you give it a, I give, I give it another whirl. Down four. I don't want. I mean, who wants to listen to questions about those movies? To be honest with you, there's so much juicier stuff on this wheel. Yeah, but she doesn't have much of a lead. There's not anything on this wheel that if we were to hit opponent's choice, which is probably what'll happen, that would actually sink us. So take a shot, baby. Give it a spin. I'm gonna need a decision here. I'm gonna keep coming of age. I'm gonna keep it. All right, keeping coming of age. All right. All right, here we go. Four questions coming your way. Boss from the category of coming of age. He decides to not listen to his manager and stick to his guns. Your first question of four worth two points from coming of age. Haley Steinfeld and Woody Harrelson star in what 2016 coming of age film about an awkward girl named Nadine who is trying to find her way through high school? Two repeats? Yeah, two left, yeah. Five. Four. Three. Edge two. of 17. Might be able to trick your opponent's Bateman, but you cannot trick me. Two points for Ben to start off this round in coming of age. Six more points available as we sit at 11 to 13. Your second question yep. from coming of age. In Dazed and Confused, what actor plays the character O'Banion? who is repeating his senior year and is making it his mission to paddle some incoming freshmen. Five, four, three, two. Ben Affleck. We have a tie ball game tied up at 13 as Ben Bateman is only halfway through his round Number two, Ben, your penultimate question to get a two-point lead. In Stand By Me, Teddy had previously had what part of his body burned on a stove by his father? We're going to go multiple choice that your multiple choice options are a his hand b his chest c ear or d cheek five four 
Three. Ear. That is correct for one point as we find Ben Bateman up by one with his final question coming his way here in Coming of Age. Who played June George, Regina's irresponsible mother in Mean Girls? Five. Four. Yeah, multiple choice on this one. Your multiple choice options are A, Tina Fey, B, Maya Rudolph, C, Anna Gosteyer, or D, Amy Poehler. Five, four, three, two. Amy Poehler. One of the coolest moms in high school. That is correct for one more point. Ben Bateman finds himself with a lead of 15 to 13 there, Christian. Maybe not as many points as he would have liked to get out of round number two, but a lead nonetheless. No, it showed the experience of the ex-champion, though, too, because he took his time. He mathematically kind of paced it out and knew he just had to go to multiple choice twice. And he still goes into round number three with a two-point lead, but it's anybody's game going into the third and final round. Andrew, what are the rules? Here we go. The rules of round number three. Each competitor will pick three numbers that correspond to three categories all over the movie trivia space. Those three questions will come for two points, three points, and then five big points. You still have 15 seconds to answer each question. And there are no steals or multiple choice available in round number three. Challenges and JTEs still in play. Then the boss, Bateman, you have a two-point lead here over the Boston mm. Badass. What are your three numbers? It's a new tournament, new year. I think I'm going to go 17, 7, and 3. 17, 7, and 3. All right, 17, yes. 7, and 3. Okay. And the Boston Badass? Uh, you know what? I'm going to switch it up, too. Why not? I'm going to go 4, 8, and 12. For 8 and 12. All right. You're doing great, Paige. You're really doing... And Sam's very proud of you. I know he is. I can hear him right now. Yeah, I know. I can see you sweating. I think you need a bigger suit just for the heads up, but... All right, so now... We're, we're, on we're gonna drop out Paige, and we're gonna bring in Kaiser. 60 seconds, Kaiser, starting now. I'm gonna go with Ellis from Die Hard, James Woods from Casino, Boston Red Sox fans. <laughs> Boss, this is where we close the deal. I'm doing all the sweating over here. I know you're cool as a cucumber. Let me just tell you, you got two JTs left. You worked your way through that masterfully. The boss is back. He's always back. Stay cool. Use the time on the clock. Listen to the question. Pull out the important parts and let it rip. I mean, listen, Ferlinghetti put up a good fight, but, you know, after this, she's going to have to Think about where she's going next season. Maybe there's an online tournament or a bar league somewhere in Worcester, wherever she lives. But let's do business today, baby. Close it down. All right. 60 seconds. Sam, starting now. Do you know how angry at himself Ben is that he only has a two-point lead yeah. going into round three? And he only has a two-point lead because I made two silly mistakes. Two mistakes. That I knew yeah. the answers to. I right. made little mistakes. Right. Yeah. He ain't winning because of himself. He's right. winning because I made little mistakes. Yeah. But guess what? Round three, new round. You don't need me after, to tell you, you know. Yeah, yeah so after you know I win, history of yeah. whipping on five pointers, it's epic. 
Yeah. It's epic. So uh, yeah, he's gonna keep doing his thing where he pretends not to know and then waits for the countdown and then says the answer. It's it's very original. Everyone's very familiar with it and it never gets old. Um, so, you know, e either he's just messing with people like it's a big surprise or he genuinely doesn't know and really needs all that time. And at this stage of the game, those answers aren't coming to you, Ben. Yeah, I mean, he's coming of age because he's finally hitting puberty in yeah, life now, so. You got your two repeats left. Use them if you need. You know what to do. All yeah, right. Guys. Hey, everybody. Christian Harloff here. And summer is almost over, but it doesn't have to be just yet. Because as it winds down, one thing you don't have to really worry about is what am I going to cook? What am I going to cook? Oh, man, I got to cook some stuff up. You don't have to do that because I'm going to give you some great stuff to cook because Butcher Box. Butcher Box is awesome. You heard me talk about it before, and I'm going to talk about it again. Whenever you need a great tasting meal that you can trust, Butcher Box, it's there. It's got you covered. It delivers humanely sourced meat of your choosing and it puts it right at your doorstep. You get options like 100% grass fed and finished beef, free range organic chicken, humanely raised pork, wild caught lobster tails, sign me up again, wild caught Alaskan salmon, and sugar nitrate free bacon. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat, which is packed fresh, shipped frozen, and vacuum sealed. Luckily, today's sponsor, ButcherBox, they're doing something pretty great. Listen to this. When you guys sign up today, ButcherBox is going to give you, ready for it, free chicken, free burgers, and hot dogs in your first box. And if you don't want the hot dogs, send them to me. It's very simple to sign up. You choose your box, what you want, and the delivery frequency. They offer five boxes, four curated box options, as well as the popular custom box butcher box ships your order frozen at the peak freshness and packed in an eco-friendly 100 recyclable box you enjoy great tasting high quality meat and it's delivered right at your door i mean the second i got this thing i was i felt like christmas i get all these different uh chickens and and meats and and i'm getting creative with it i, I was had so much fun when i was defrosting it and putting the the marinade on it and then it, it, i'm telling you the quality of the meat is fantastic ButcherBox wants you to enjoy the rest of the summer with this special deal. ButcherBox has given our listeners a special offer of three pounds of chicken breast, two pounds of burgers, and one pack of hot dogs for free. Right now, new members get this special deal when they sign up at ButcherBox.com slash trivia. One more time. That's ButcherBox.com slash trivia. Chicken breast, burgers, hot dogs in your first box. Go and sign up. You should have done that already. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. And leave me some comments. Tell me what you think of it. When you got it, did you love it? What'd you make? Go ahead and comment. And then, well, now go watch the match. Okay. So we are going to start with Paige here in round number three. And we start. Andrew, you want to take these here with um, I, category, I'd four. Love to. category four? That's right. That's going to correspond for your two-point question to remakes and reboots for two points and to tie the game up. Boston Badass. For remakes and reboots, who starred as the character Gary in 2011's The Muppets? I believe it is Jason Segel. We're tied up again here. Paige for Betty hits her two-point question. We are tied at 15, Christian. 
That's right. Now, Bateman, he chose category 17, and that would be horror films. Horror films for Ben Bateman. Ben, your two-point question in the realm of horror films. Here is your question. Bruce Campbell played Ash Williams for the third time when he's sent back in time by Necromicon in in this 1993 film from director Sam Raimi. Four, three, Army of Darkness. Two points for Ben Bateman, and now Ben takes his lead back, and now for Betty, we'll try to answer her three-point question. She chose Category 8. That's right. Category 8 goes to one of my favorite genres in all of film, rom-coms. For your three-point question, to take that lead back, Boston Badass, which actor plays Jamie, a writer who falls in love with his Portuguese housekeeper in... Love actually. Oh, the waiting game sucks, right, Bateman? Oh, it's, uh, it's Colin Firth. Throw a little bit of shade towards Bateman as she picks up three more points, and the lead goes right back to the Boston Badass. 18 to 17, Christian. All right, so Ben Bateman now. He's got category seven. That gives him Oscar films. Oscar mm. films. All right, Ben. Here you go. For Oscar films, how many times has Damien Chazelle been nominated for Best Director? Two times. Incorrect. Looking for one for La La Land. That was just one. It was way off. Wow. So, with this, here is where we stand. Ben Bateman has to hit his five-pointer. He hits his five-pointer, it bounces back to Paige, and she'll have an opportunity to win. However, if he misses, Paige for Betty will go on to play either Harwitz or Newman. All right, Ben. Joe's category three. 1990s. The 1990s is the category. All right, boss. Here is the question. Which 1995 crime film is known for the line, I do what I do best, I take scores, you do what you do best, try to stop guys like me? Heat. Back on you, Paige. That is correct. So no hesitation from Bateman on that one. Doesn't play the Bateman game on that one. Haven't seen him do that maybe ever. Answers yeah, that is very unorthodox for the boss. You love to see it. Throwing some shade at the Boston Badass. Who chose number 12 for her five-point question? And, of course, that number will take you to the wonderful world of Pixar films. All right, so... Pixar. So with that, if Paige for Betty hits it, she will be the winner and will go on to play either Horowitz or Newman. However, if she misses, Ben Bateman will go on to the next round. Andrew? Here we go, Boston Badass. 
for the win. Your five-point question from Pixar. Nathan Fillion, Bill Hader, and Aubrey Plaza all lent their voices to what Pixar film? Five. Repeat the question. Second, second one. Repeat. Yeah. Nathan Fillion, Bill Hader, and Aubrey Plaza all lent their voices to what Pixar film? I have one more, right? You do. You do. Fine. Repeat it. Here it is. For a final repeat in the category of Pixar for five points, Nathan Fillion, Bill Hader, and Aubrey Plaza all lent their voices to what Pixar film? Great Game Bateman, Monsters University. And your winner! Advancing to the next round, the Boston Page from Bay. Biggest upset of the tournament thus far. The Boston Badass goes three and one and takes out the boss, Ben Bateman. What an upset. Down goes Bateman. Down goes Bateman. What an interesting turn of events. The Oscars movie that Bateman is very strong in. He misses by one number and Paige for Betty advances. Wow, what an opportunity here for the rookie and what an upset it was. Sam Levine besides himself at the moment. And we are going to see you guys in just a moment. You will be talking with Jen Sturger. Congratulations. Wow, wow, Christian, I cannot get over what just happened. A wow. crazy back and forth from the beginning. No perfect rounds. The, the most fascinating thing here is one of the things that you just said. Bateman misses his three-pointer from Oscars. He answers his five instantaneously, but that perfect round one out the window from a movie release dates question. So a very surprising day for the former champion. It's funny, though, because they both made mistakes, but different mistakes right so like yep. as you just mentioned there i mean those are two categories the movie release dates category and oscar category which bateman is like lights out in and those are the two that he missed i'm very shocked by the damien chazelle miss by him because that's that's one to me that i feel he gets in his sleep normally but he misses it and then page for betty who just stayed in the pocket won the match and now she goes on to play the winner of harowitz and newman I mean, this. I mean, yeah. it, it's crazy, man. I, you and I are both beside ourselves because the, the other part of this equation, I think, that comes into play is the fact that the Boston Badass never gave up. You see a lot of times competitors, after they miss a question, after they go down points, they stop the smack talk, they stop trying to stay in their opponent's head. And while that may or may not have worked against Bateman, it worked for her. She stayed dialed in through the five. She even slow played her five-pointer. If I was wearing a hat, I'd be taking it off to the Boston Badass. 100%. So with that, now in the winner's circle with Jen Sturger is Sam Levine and the Boston Badass, Paige for Betty. Guys, I wish I had a camera on me when that last question came through because, wow, just wow. Um, 
What an upset, guys. How are you feeling right now? Uh, I'm going to ask everyone to stop using the word upset because this match played out exactly as it was meant to play out. Yeah, Yeah. no, exactly. People are calling it upset. I mean, the favorite one. Yeah. Bateman's upset that he lost. That's what it was. That's um, I knew going into this match, I had to play my butt off. I know he's a great competitor, but how do you like them apples, Bateman? Mm-hmm. All I got to say. Oh, how I like much... the sound of them apples, Will. <laughs> how much of today's victory do you attribute to, let's face it, you guys played Bateman's game right back at him with all the trash talk I mean, it, and everything you know, else. It, it helps that, you know, he's starting to become like Roka in that he's just been around so damn long. And he's just, he's got no new tricks in the bag. There's nothing to be surprised by anymore with him. He's always going to wait till the countdown. He's always going to act like he doesn't have the right answer and then reveal the right answer on the board. But that's the thing, Sam, is we saw him actually kind of get shaken off of his normal behaviors. So if anything, I think it's more of a tribute to the fact, I know, Kevin, that you guys were able to kind of break him off his usual game. Yeah, I mean, when he spit out his five-pointer to regain the lead, it was instant. He he forgot about the whole, ooh, I'm supposed to get in their heads business and wait and use the rest of my JTEs. No, he was, like, surprised that he knew it, and he just blurted it out. It was great. I'm just sorry the game had to end right there. Yeah. You know what? You know, Bateman, uh, girls can play mind games, too, just for the heads up. So. <laughs> yeah, they're genetically programmed to do that. Paige, I have to ask you, I'm sure you've seen a lot of people uh, doubting your ability to face someone like Bateman and have the kind of performance that you had today. Do you feel like this performance kind of solidifies everything that Sam has been touting you as from the beginning of the season? Dude, I mean, I knew going into this match, it was, I look at every match as my next, the biggest match I've faced. And I knew this one, I talked a lot of smack, I came to back it up, so. I love it. I mean, I have Sam in my corner and the rest of the suspects, and we've got each other's backs, and whoo, it's a nice W to have today. So, Mm -hmm. uh, feels good, and you can back it up. So, I knew that was going to happen, but. So, you're the first person we've seen to go to round three now. Uh, You're going to face another rookie in Newman or Horowitz, you know, preference, and will you be there in New York to watch this all go down in person? I mean, I am a Boston girl, but I guess I'll make my way to New York to see who I'm going to be competing against. I mean, I'll take either or. Yeah, so you'll, you'll, you'll slum it? You'll slum it for us just to come yeah. down and see what happens? I'll go. I'll, I'll make an appearance. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. I have no preference at all. Whoever, I guess, made the best boy win. So, Ouch. Uh, <laughs> Sam, hats off to you. Uh for Brenny just proving time and time again that she's the star that you always said she was. And I cannot wait to see you tear up the rest of this tournament. So congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank I uh, I am so proud of her. All the suspects are proud of her. And don't you dare call this match an upset. The favorite one. I love it. Take care, guys. I love you to death, Sam, but it's an upset. <laughs> it's it's upset. an upset. That's the only thing to call it, man. When you, when you put a two-in-one rookie against a former champion, um, who has won the tournament, who has won the team's tournament, he's won the singles tournament, he's won the singles championship, it's an upset. Um, and it's a, But it doesn't mean anything except this is a superstar who is now 3-1, and one, who had one setback in her first match, is on a three-game winning streak, and now has to battle another rookie 
in either Newman or Horowitz, most people thought Bateman was going to be there. Most people. I, I think, honestly, I don't want to speak for you, Christian, but I think both of us thought Bateman would be there as well. And you know what? I always say that this is at the desk, not when I'm playing, but I'm okay with being wrong. I really am. What a great performance there from the Boston Badass. And again, I tip my hat to her and her gameplay and being able to stay in it even after going down early on. Now, Bateman on the other side of it. I am curious to see what him and Kaiser have to say about that round number two. Not respinning coming of age. Bateman seemed very surefire on it. Kaiser seemed like he wanted anything but that. And you did see him check down. So while strategy is the name of the game when it comes to the boss, you wonder if sometimes that rookie energy of just close your eyes and swing until you hit something is maybe a bit better than playing cautiously because of experience. It's very, it's a great point. And it's also, look, Ben has also been on, on, the he's been around as sam said he's been around for a bit does the it has the it, I have so many questions so many questions that i want to see jen sturger uh ask i'm sure she's going to ask them all and we are going to have jen sturger who's with kaiser and bateman right now jen hi gentlemen um very unusual territory for all of us so forgive me uh i guess we got to start with round two and is that kind of where things started to come off the wheels no, I don't think so. I mean, I think round two is strong for us. We got a two-point steal. We got two two-point steals, and then we didn't respin to maintain a lead. We got six points. I mean, you want to get eight, obviously, but, you know, there's slices on that wheel that on a respin. I probably get less than six, and I'm sure there are slices that I get seven or eight, but I don't think that keeping coming of age and getting all the questions right was in the position that we were in, which is losing by four. You have to put yourself in position to be up by eight or as we were up by two. I don't think there's anything wrong with the round two. But let's face it, Ben, I I'm still trying to decide, you know, did you kind of outplay yourself here? Because you missed questions that are honestly, they're usually layups for you. So what do you attribute that to? I mean, I think that in both situations, I was between two numbers and I took a guess, which I'm very often right with, you know, I knew it was two or three. And I thought it was two or three, actually, in the second one. The second one I was much further off on. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, they weren't the questions that worked out for me that day, unfortunately. The uh, the Halloween one, you know, I know my horror movies well enough, but I was off by a year on one of the sequels, and that puts me at two versus three. So I would love to have that one back. Uh, but it, I, it is it is ironic, I suppose, that losing in a tournament and two questions that are related to classically categories that are my strength. Kaiser, how are you feeling after today's loss? Hey, you know, every uh, every great organization has their good days and bad days. And, uh, you know, I thought, you know, could we have been a little sharper? Sure. But, you know, we still uh, we got time left this season to to keep our eye on what's really important. And that's a uh, that's a team championship. And I still think we're going to get that. And the boss is still in line to help us get that. And this is the time when everybody in the dungeon needs to come together, help out your brothers and sisters who still got games left. And let's let it rip. And one other thing, I will give a shout out to the Mercagliano family in Boston. They run Mike's Pastries in Faneuil Hall. <laughs> so I have to ask you guys, now that you've played Paige, are you willing to kind of say that even after all the trash talk, she may be the real deal? I mean, Jen, you know how I player. She's a hell of a player. Uh, I'll give you know her, I'm sorry, but she's a good player. And uh, she came to play. She's tough as nails. And you got to give credit where credit's due. Uh. You know how I operate, Jen. It's 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 always a different situation in match versus post match. Uh, I'm never going to take you know anything away from somebody who's hungry and who wants it. And uh, we all have to 
we all have to have moments. And, you know, and if she's going to go win a title, then this is a big, the big part of the win of that title. So, uh, look, she played well, you know, I think she did. And, and she hit her three. I didn't hit mine. That was the game ultimately. So she got more questions right than I did in that sense, or at least more points. Um, and you have to give credit to that because I lost today. You know, I'd be an idiot not to. I have to say, with this loss, you know, coming at you today kind of unexpectedly, does this put a lot more emphasis on teams and you and Dan getting back in the title hunt? Because let's face it, like, I think a lot of people have found your lack of winning together kind of concerning. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I for me this season, the most important title was the team's title. It's the one that I wanted to get back. It's really, it's the one that I wanted to get, I should say. And we felt really good about our chances. You know, I believe Dan is the greatest player of all time. And so having that person as your partner is a, it's a great place to be. Uh, obviously, we've had a couple matches that for one reason or another on a single question swung the other direction. We've, I've been and we've been in the situation where it's swung in our favor before too. So we could just as easily be 5-0 and right now. Um, I think our resolve is strong, our preparation is there, and it's where I'll put my energy now. So as far as pressure, we want this dungeon championship. We want this faction championship. It matters to us. And, you know, my first team's matchup is going to be one that's, you know, stinks of revenge. So you'll see me there. Jen, when you're number one, when you're the big boy on the block, like the dungeon has been all year, they're going to be coming at us from all angles. Everyone's going to try and pile on us. So we just got to get better. So I hope everybody in the dungeon is watching this. Whoever's got matches left, you all got to get better if you want to win. Let that be a message from your manager. And another thing, Jen. I'm pissed I don't get to see Kevin today, but that's all right. I guess that's... that's He's right here. He was actually it. bothering me the entire last okay. interview. He says he all only right. makes appearances when you win, though. So well, bye -bye. I'm glad I got to see him. And listen, listen, let's all go watch Inglorious Bastards and remember Sam in the good years because now someone's got him clean in the gutters you had to go there bro you had to go there i hear you can clean a gutter pretty good at it anyway i'm ending this here um tough loss today gentlemen but uh we'll see what happens the rest of the season oh we'll be back i don't doubt it look so obviously bateman um bateman got got upset <laughs> he got he got he got he got she got shook in, in this one and and it was i mean i i that to me was surprising that it was, as he was saying, as Jen was saying, as Sam was saying, it's strange that it was Oscars and movie release dates that took him out. Um, because, you know, out of all the glory that he's had with that over his Schmodown career and to see it now be the one that catapults, because this, this is a, as you said earlier, this is a make or break star moment for Paige and she delivered. I, I, she absolutely did. And, you know, the game has evolved exponentially over the years. So because Bateman was such a great movie release dates player and Oscars player years and seasons ago, I'm sure he's better than the average Joe. And he's probably better than most everyone in the MTS. But the game has evolved. The questions have gotten harder. The competition is that much steeper. And today, those were his downfalls. When in the past, they maybe have got him championships, have got him to that next round. But the next round is all about Paige for Betty as the dungeon focuses on their team's tournament. Not a whole le lot left to do here in the singles. That's right. Well, Dan Merle, obviously still in the singles and still out there. Could Dan Merle make it all the way back? Could he be the last hope for, or one of the hopes for, or De David Del Real also still in this thing for the dungeon? Um, but yeah, Bateman now is going to be focusing on those teams. And as we both know him well enough, the team's tournament now is going to get a little bit more dangerous with both Merle and Bateman really focused on this tournament. So it's anybody's game, but it is definitely Paige Ferbetti's game as she now 
probably going to be in New York, and you should be in New York too because now you're going to find out who she's going to play in the third round between Newman and Horowitz. Who's going to win? you got to get tickets at the theschmodownlive.com. And in the main event, the brand-new movie trivia Schmodown champion of the world, Lady Justice Marisol McKee, will face, get this, her faction mate, the Cobra, Chance Ellison for the championship. Chance Ellison trying to get his first. Marisol trying to get her first, very first, fast title defense. The Schmodownlive.com. All right, Andrew. So that's it. Round number wow. two, match number one. And what a way to start round number two. I mean, that's the best thing about tournament season, whether it's March Madness or here in the Schmodown, which is exponentially more important to me. Upsets will always happen in tournament season. You never know when, you never know where. Did your bracket get busted? Did you pick for Betty over Bateman? Because I definitely did not. But like I said before, I'm happy to be wrong. And what an exceptional performance from this promising young rookie. I think more people are going to be picking her in the third round for sure. I think so. That is it for myself and Andrew Guy and our great team over here at Skybound. Thank you guys so very much. See you for the remainders of the rest. We have so many different tournaments going on. Check the schedule over at theschmodownlive.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.